Welcome to the Vibrant MD Podcast. I'm Dr. Heather Awad, your host. I'm a family physician in Minnesota. Hi, my vibrant friend. Thanks for being here. We like to talk about um, weight loss and women's health on this podcast. And today I want to talk about travel. So I don't know about you, but travel sometimes make me makes me nervous because I have found in the past that I've really overeaten, kind of that full, your stomach hurts, um, overeating, or you eat sugar all day and then you get a headache or you feel kind of fuzzy. And so I thought a lot about traveling this summer. Um, so Gold Star goes to the planners for travel and planning ahead can really uh, give you some ease of mind for how you're going to eat when you go. So first off, you have to get yourself from A to B and let's talk about road trips. So you have to decide, do you need to eat um, on this trip? You can bring food, uh, you can just bring drinks, or you can stop for food. One of the nice things I'm finding in the Midwest is that some of the fast casual stuff is closer to the highway now. You can find Panera or Culver's or Chipotle. Chipotle has almost everything does not have added sugar in it. So you can get you know, a brown rice bowl uh, that's really nice. And if you eat kind of a normal serving size that fits your body, uh, then you've had a meal without sugar. Some of the fast food places are having difficulties. At the time of this, that I'm recording this podcast, McDonald's had to quit their salads because of supply chain issues with lettuce. So they only have lettuce for their burgers now. So if you're going to McDonald's, you're looking at a patty, uh, without a bun, uh, plain eggs, sausage patty. Um, so the, you know, if that's what you like, then that's a good stop for you, but that's not the way I like to eat. So I'm, you know, looking more for a Panera soup or a salad without dressing or sorry, with a dressing that has no sugar or something from Culver's again, that I can get without bun when they have many choices, um, there. So those are what I like to do. So the summer I decided to experiment um, on a cabin trip. It was just for a weekend and I thought I'm going to experiment with eating whatever I want but not overeating. So we ate a B, we drove at night so I ate dinner and I had slept well and enough so I knew that I wouldn't need anything on the five-hour drive. Um, so I brought water and that was all I needed and that went well. The next day I ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner and things were good. I ate good portion sizes so I was very comfortable in my body. I didn't eat any snacks um, because we just didn't have any out and I had dessert with dinner because there was a celebration and that went great. So I wake up the next day and have a good breakfast and then one of the relatives made homemade caramel corn. And wow, in a small cabin, you really smell all that good, warm, buttery sweetness. And so I ate some in the morning and I had a good lunch. And then in the afternoon, it was sitting out. So I just kept eating it as I walked by. Dinner, we ate with cousins and they had made a dessert and we brought our extra dessert. So I had two desserts that night. And the next morning we went home with a bag of caramel corn and um, honestly, the next day, the caramel corn was stale. So I was eating sugar that I 
didn't actually even like, but it was sweet. So I just kept eating it and we hadn't really planned how we were going to eat on the way home. So again, I just was mindlessly eating and I got home and I didn't feel good about the whole thing. My body didn't feel good because it had so much sugar over the last 24 hours. Um, it kind of gives me a headache now if I eat too much and my stomach was a little bloated and icky. Um, so I was feeling kind of down on myself, like, oh, why did I do this, you know, experiment on eating whatever I wanted? So then I was talking to a coaching friend who said, hey, you did an experiment and you got a result. And that's what an experiment is. And I had to laugh about it because I work in a scientific experiment based field. That's what medicine is. And we try not to get invested in our results because uh, you want to just find out what happens and not... Uh, really want it to go one way or the other. So there I was and nothing had gone wrong. I had done the experiment and I got a result. So fast forward next weekend road trip to the cabin. This is, I have to tell you, this is what we do in the, in the Midwest. We go, we go to the cabin. Uh, I decided to give myself um, a, a little different protocol. So I decided to do three meals, no snacks, uh, one dessert allowed per day with a meal and one alcoholic beverage allowed per day with a meal. And knowing that I wasn't going to be doing all the cooking and controlling all the food, I thought this was a good protocol. So uh, I went and, and it did go well. I ate three meals. I said, no, thank you to any snacks that were out. Um, Thankfully, there was no like homemade caramel corn that smells so good. That's harder uh, to resist. But honestly, I felt very focused and at peace. So if the caramel corn had been there, I, I would have been fine. I did have one dessert with a meal there. I did have one glass of wine with a meal and all was well. Now, the interesting thing about this is both of these were like Friday to Sunday or Friday to Monday trips. And both of them, if you, when I weighed myself on the Friday before I left and weighed myself again on the Friday after, both of them, it was a, a zero sum game week. No weight gained, no weight lost. So really both of them were just fine. So that was also an interesting thing to note when you... And it's great to try experiments and see where it goes. Now, really, you came here for advice. You didn't, you didn't, uh, you weren't listening today to hear about how to experiment. But, uh, but uh, I will offer to you that it, that you can do some experimenting as long as you're kind to yourself, uh, no matter what the results are. You can really look at this, uh, look at an eating plan. And decide if you want to do that eating plan again for the next trip or not. So what I would say is when you're planning a trip, be very generous and kind with yourself. Um, take a look and think, is this a weight maintenance trip or a weight loss trip? And again, be very generous with yourself and very realistic about um, what's going to happen. So a lot of us will be very tempted to be like, I am doing so great on my weight loss journey. I want to keep going. I've got a trip. I want to keep losing weight. Now, there are times when that works well and there are times when it does not. So again, I would say be very generous with yourself to defaulting to weight maintenance for travel. 
because things come up and you just don't know what's going to happen. So take a look at what the trip is going to be like, what the eating plan is going to be like. Are you in a remote cabin where you are bringing all the food in and you can plan exactly what you're going to eat the whole time? Well, that can, you know, if you've got that much control, sure, that can be a weight loss trip for you. If you uh, don't have as much control about the food, then maybe you should be thinking weight maintenance. Uh, we did a trip to Disney World for a long weekend for fall break. Uh, and I knew this would be a weight maintenance trip, not a weight loss trip. Uh, I've been to Disney World before. And so I, and we did not have very set plans on when we were going to eat. We wanted to be more spontaneous. So that tells me the food is going to be less in my own control. So we went and I noticed since I really eat sugar only when I choose to, that almost all the food had a sweet taste to it. So I think there was sugar in basically everything that I was served. So I did go with my plan for Disney World was to eat three meals and no snacks, to have one dessert during the long weekend with a meal, and to eat healthy portions. So I didn't overeat and have a stomach ache. So that worked out just fine. And and I say that knowing that I could taste sugar in all the food that I was served. Um, we had one morning where people wanted to sleep in. So that day, my family... I knew, I pretty much knew they were going to do two meals with a snack in between because of the timing. And I decided to do two meals, no snacks for that day. And so I felt very good and, and not like I'd eaten too much, um, on that day. So got home and again, zero sum game for the trip. And I came back and ate my usual home protocol. So, so you can see how some trips you really, uh, you know, want to just give yourself a lot of grace for the eating. Now, I was thinking back, I was thinking like, what other kind of trips are actually good weight loss trips? And the funny thing is I was remembering when our family uh, went to Italy with my daughter's high school orchestra. It was one of those trips where the parents got to come along and we had our own bus tour and the kids had their own bus tour so that the parents and the teenagers had a lot of time apart and a little time together. Like we got to go hear their concerts. But, you know, when we were at the Coliseum in Rome, they were visiting something else. So we weren't um, we weren't getting on their nerves, uh, but we were still having a wonderful time. Now, the funny thing is looking back on that trip, you know, we got to see so many things and they kept us really busy going here and there. So um, that could have actually been a weight loss trip if I consider it, because we had, we were offered three meals a day. You could bring, they had things that you could put in your backpack for snacks in between, but, but there were not times allotted for snacks because we were uh, touring so many wonderful sites. So that could have been a three meals, no snacks trip. I also could have done an eight hour eating window on that trip a little loosely. You know, if I had just coffee at breakfast time and then had the two other meals, um, I could have, you know, planned a little dessert, a little wine uh, with dinners or lunches, you know, maybe put some limits on that once a day for one or the other uh, to limit my sugar. Uh, and like I said, so I wasn't on a weight loss journey at the time of that trip, but but it's funny because knowing what the f- 
eating plan was going to be like. I really could have lost weight on that trip and still enjoyed wonderful local Italian food that we were served and uh, and just not overeaten, just kept a, a good portion size as well. So hopefully I've given you some ideas for your next trip. Really, and I'm going to reiterate, most trips try to make weight neutral because even though you're doing great uh, and you think, oh, I'm doing so great, I'm going to I'm going to head into this trip and lose more weight. I would say weight neutral for a trip. You know, don't be in a rush. Go weight, go weight neutral. Um, make some plans that make sense to you so you feel happy and comfortable. You get to enjoy the food on the trip, but you're not overeating and you're eating in the, kind of the eating window that you've decided and have some exceptions from your usual protocol. If you're like for me, I'm generally not eating a lot of sugar, but, but maybe I allow myself once a day. Um, and then sometimes you go places like Disney where, you know, there, there's sugar in every meal, uh, but you can choose your eating windows and what you want to do with that. So, well, my friend, I hope this has given you some ideas because maybe you're traveling over the holidays. Well, if you're thinking you want to get off sugar, I do have a sugar detox that's free on my website. So if you go to vibrant-md.com forward slash challenge, there is a sugar detox challenge to help you get off of eating sugar at every meal when you're in your regular week at home. Uh, and there's a new freebie coming next week, which I can't wait to share with you. But I will wait and tell you about it next Wednesday. So have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye.